0: This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit 7 to 9 AM. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Good morning and thank you for joining us for the program. My name is Mike Flick. I'm the pastor of Bible Baptist Church in Potchefstroom, and I'd like to preach to you from the book of Exodus, chapter 33. I'm going to read you a handful of verses this morning from verse 7 down to verse 11. And this has always been one of my favorite passages in the Bible. And by the time we're done reading the verses, I'll, I'll try to explain why it means so much to me. It is Starting in verse number 7, the Bible says, And Moses took the tabernacle and pitched it without the camp, afar off from the camp, and called it the tabernacle of the congregation. And it came to pass that everyone which sought the Lord went out unto the tabernacle of the congregation which was without the camp. And it came to pass, when Moses went out unto the tabernacle, that all the people rose up, and stood every man at his tent door, and looked after Moses until he was gone into the tabernacle. And it came to pass, as Moses entered into the tabernacle, the cloudy pillar descended, and stood at the door of the tabernacle, and the Lord talked with Moses." Verse 10 says, And all the people saw the cloudy pillar stand at the tabernacle door, and all the people rose up and worshipped every man in his tent door. Verse 11 says, And the Lord spake unto Moses face to face, as a man speaketh unto his friend. And he turned again into the camp, but his servant Joshua, the son of Nun, a young man, departed not Out of the tabernacle. Now in verses 7 down to 11. We read much about Moses. And how he approached the Lord. How he sought the Lord. How he spake to the Lord. And I do want to preach just for a minute about Moses. But I also want to draw your attention. To what happened at the end of the passage. At the end of verse 11. It says Joshua this young man he departed not out of the tabernacle. Joshua was Moses' right-hand man. He was his helper. Joshua would go on to have an incredibly successful career as the commander of the army, the captain, if you will. He never lost a battle, not when he was on the battlefield. He was a fine leader of Israel. But as we read about Joshua's beginning. He had such a great example, somebody to look up to. When Moses would go out to that tabernacle, seeking the Lord's presence, ready to speak with the Lord face to face, it was a sacred moment. Did did you hear that in the passage that when Moses would go out to the tabernacle, everybody would rise up? Everybody would uh, go out to the, the door of their tent and take notice of the fact that Moses was stepping in to speak with the Lord. It's a sacred thing. Now while all the people are standing in the door of their tent, Joshua had the incredible privilege of escorting Moses all the way to the tabernacle. And as Moses would step in and the Lord would reveal himself to Moses in this unique and special way, Joshua was getting a glimpse of it. Exactly how much he saw or how much he heard, we don't know. But what we do know is that it was so impressive that after Moses was done taking time with the Lord, the Bible says that this young man would not depart. He did not depart out of the tabernacle. I I can see it in my mind's eye. I see Joshua sitting there breathless just his 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 mind has been blown he is so impressed as to what he has just seen it has touched him so deeply that he doesn't want to leave he's sticking around hoping that maybe some of what just happened can rub off on him friends let me say two things about this passage number 1 we need more people like moses we need more men we need more women that are going to seek God and do it in spirit and in truth. We need more people setting the example of how not only to seek God, but how to find God. And can I just tell you that Moses found God in the tabernacle. He set up a specific place without the camp, right? So you pull away from your daily life, you pull away from all the distractions of your daily life, and you go to that special... uh, building that has been erected so that you can spend time with God. Do do you realize that is what the local church is meant to be? Now I know that you can find the presence of God in multiple places. But, going to that local church, that assembly point, that should be a sacred moment in your week. That should be a consistent feature in your week. Moses was diligent to go and and, and meet with God there. We need more men like Moses. That will do this. Not just for the church. Not just to be a good example in church. But for your family. Dads let me speak to you for a moment. Do your children. Do they know that dad. Meets with God on a regular basis. Do your children. Yearn to have a walk with God. Just like their dad does. We need more men. To set the example like Moses. That walk into the prayer closet, spend significant time with God, and then walk out with a glow about them. We need to know that you've met with God. But then we also need more people like Joshua. We need Moseses, not quite sure how to put that into the plural. We need more people like Moses, but we need more people like Joshua. We need more young people, young men, young ladies, that are hungry to learn about the God of the Bible. We need more people that will go down, escort the man of God to the house of God, and then once they have seen how these other older Christians meet with God, just stick around a while and say, God, I'm not moving until you give me a taste of that. I want a little bit, or I want a lot of what they got. I'm sure you remember that story in 2 Kings chapter 2 when Elijah was taken to heaven. My father, my father, the chariots of Israel and the horsemen thereof. That was Elisha saying that to Elijah. What did Elijah say before he left? He said, Ask what you will. And if I am taken away by the Lord, if you see it come to pass, then whatever your prayer request is will be granted. You know what Elisha asked him? He said, I want a double portion of your spirit. Whatever spirit is on you, give me double. I want a double portion of it. You see, that's the Joshua to the Moses. That is Elisha saying, this walk you have with God, the way that the Spirit of God has anointed you for service and for fellowship, I want a double blessing. I'll take two, please, is what he's saying. We need more young people that want to know God on that deeper, more intimate level. Now, let me speak to the Joshua's that perhaps are listening. And let me be careful to point something out here. When I'm talking to Joshua's, I'm talking to to the younger generation. I'm not going to put a number to that. I'm not going to say that if you haven't began your journey by the age of 20, then it's too late. You might be 25, maybe 30. You might be even 40 years old. Friend, you still got a lot of life left to live. Do you know how old Moses is? When we read in Exodus 33, he's about 80 years old. This puts Joshua probably 40s, something like that. So uh, rather than try to put a number to it to say, listen, if, if you're this old, then you need to be the leader. You need to be the Moses. And if you're this old, you need to be the Joshua. Let's just say it like this. You need to have people you look up to and say, God, help me to have that kind of walk, that kind of relationship with you. And, and you need to also be aware of the fact that as you grow, you will go from being the Joshua to being the Moses. Friend, I'm going to end this program by, by making one suggestion here. If you do not have a Moses to look up to, you need to pray about moving. And I mean that. I mean that. Uh, You know what I, I would recommend? I think every single person should go to Bible school. I think everybody should. You say, well I'm not called to be a pastor or a preacher or a missionary. Okay, perhaps not. In our Bible school we train people for the ministry. We train men to start churches, to go to foreign countries and and do missionary work. We train for that. But we also are aware of the fact that some people sitting in our Bible school are never going to be in the full-time ministry. But we are trying to equip them with the Word of God so that they have a fulfilling walk with the Lord, so that they can be meaningful church members. It is taking them from the Joshua position to the Moses position. We are trying to give them a deeper, richer sense of knowing God and serving God. And and it helps them grow. It furthers their walk so that they can be the Moses and someone else can be the Joshua. And I'll tell you why I'm not afraid to make this recommendation, to say if you don't have a Moses nearby to look up to, to teach you how to seek God and how to find God, I'm not afraid to tell you that you should make a massive life change in order to get that. Because whenever we send our kids off to get prepared for a secular job, right? We will send them to the other side of the country. Sometimes we'll send them to a different country to get the qualifications they need in order to have a career. Listen, I'm not against that. I'm not condemning that. Help yourself. Pay the bills. That makes the world go round. I get it. But if we're going to send people to the other side of the country and pay tens of thousands of rands in tuition fees to prepare them for a secular life, then are we not going to consider making some sort of a sacrifice to put ourselves in a position to be properly suited for a spiritual life? We need more people like Joshua that will eventually become people like Moses. May God help you on your journey towards that goal. If you'd like more information about Bible School or a good local church, please feel free to reach out to us. You can find our details on our website, bbcpotch.com. You're also welcome to follow our YouTube channel, Bible Baptist Potch. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.